0: Hey y'all welcome to another edition of off air with carmen thank you so much for listening i love reading all of your comments if you're a regular listener or becoming a regular listener to my podcast can i ask you to subscribe that really helps me out and then five star reviews if it's a four star just dm me <laughs> until it can be a five star review i'm teasing i'm not but i am This week's guest is Mike Grayson, and I have known Mike since he was single. He was part of a band called Mike's Chair, but since then he's gotten married to Molly and I adore his wife. You hear us talk to Molly sometimes on the morning cruise when she does her Sunday bakes. As a matter of fact, when I was talking to my girlfriend Tammy about the retreat that we had at her cabin last summer, Mike and Molly were there, and just a little inside information, it was actually there that they decided to have baby number three, which is just kind of fun. Mike is now the worship pastor at Cross Point Church in Nashville, and I wanted to talk to him about what it was like to lead worship with his church during this quarantine time. Mike is so wise and so insightful. I love talking to Mike, and it was really good to hear his voice. Here's my conversation with Mike. Welcome to Off Air with Carmen. Oh my gosh, how crazy I feel is this? So honored. I love it. We've got lots of things that uh, I want us to talk about. But before we get started, we're going to start this particular episode in a very different way because I have someone here who wants to say something to you. And so I'm going to step away from my mic. They're going to come over and put on the headset and talk into the mic. Um, But they heard that I was talking to you today. And I'll just, well, I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) I'll let them them step in. Hang on. Okay.
1: Okay.
2: We're going to keep all this in the recording. <laughs> hey, Mike. What up? I'm really glad Carmen gave me that lesson on how to work a microphone <laughs> so that I could sit down here and talk to you. Hey, it's Bill, her partner from the morning cruise, Hi, and it's been dude. a long time since I've talked to you, brother.
1: Way too long. How are you?
2: Great. Hey, the reason I wanted to jump in on this, and Carmen said, hey, come on and jump right in because I don't know if you know this, and this is really sincere. I just want to thank you for leading my family in worship for these last several weeks—probably a month, five, six weeks now. Um, our son Will lives in Nashville and goes to Crosspoint Church. Yeah. And so when he came down in March, uh, we added to my church service, the local church service. We added Crosspoint, and you—you've been leading your your team. Of musicians at, at Crosspoint and worshipers, and man, it's just been feeding our souls, Mike.
1: Oh, dude, that means a lot. A whole really lot.
2: appreciate you, brother. And it was so good to see you. And I have no idea how you guys can social distance and get people to sound so good. But after all, <laughs> you are in Nashville, and not only that, though your hearts come through in the way that you lead worship. I can tell that even though, you know, somebody's sitting in their kitchen, somebody else is in their den and their kids are probably playing in the other room and they're tracking, you know, you yeah. can tell that the worship comes through and the heart comes through and it's just meant the world to me and my family. So thank you, brother.
1: Dude, praise God. Like that. I mean, that means more than you know. I mean, that's the prayer, you know, in this season that we're still able to, Connect with people and connect people to Jesus. And so that, yeah, that means a lot.
2: All right. I'll give you back to uh, the host of Off Air with Carmen, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, Carmen Brown.
1: Yes.
0: Okay, Mike, if you could see this, it's hilarious (laughs) because
1: (laughs) I can only imagine.
0: Yes. Okay. So I record these in my office on my couch because I don't want it to feel like I'm in the studio, you know, where we work. I want it to feel more like a conversation. So I've got. A mic on an arm, and it's almost like you have to climb up under the mic and weasel (laughs) your way into the corner of the couch without knocking your back. And then we have to hand each other our headset So it's hilarious. If there were a camera right now, you'd be cracking up. (laughs) But all right, Bob. I love love
1: him. Isn't he the best? I love him
0: too. We were today after the show, I was telling him that I was talking to you, and I knew he'd been watching Crosspoint online and he goes, "Oh my goodness, I've been meaning to text him and tell him thank you." And I said, "Just jump into my podcast." So I think I think that's a good place to start, Mike, and yeah. I kind of want to start before corona because yeah. well, you know what? I probably should do just a quick introduction for those of you listening. Mike is actually a very dear friend of mine, and we've been friends for a long, long time. He used to be part of a band called Mike's Chair, and now he's the worship leader. At Crosspoint Church in Nashville, he's married to Molly, has two little girls, and one on the way. Yeah, and um, and I do. I want to start with Crosspoint and you leading worship b- because before Corona started, tornadoes came through Nashville, so you guys were yeah. already displaced and yeah, was already just in a weird season. So start with that.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, we. it feels like we've kind of been in a little bit of crisis mode for a whole, whole long time now. But yeah, so there were tornadoes that came right through downtown Nashville and basically tore apart half of our, our main broadcast location there in kind of the heart of Nashville. So the week before Corona, um, we were... Trying to figure out where we we were going to meet, how we were going to pull off church for you know thousands of people every weekend, and um, we did one Sunday without a building, and then mm-hmm. Corona hit. So it's interesting because I guess if there is a season to not have a building, this is the season yeah. to for that to happen. So in and I will say, kind of now being in this place, it's like we have been forced to do things just really differently because we don't have a building right now. Um, and I just feel like God has used it in really cool ways as far as Mm. us just having to like get out of our norm and get creative and figure out different locations and just things to, um, you know, make Sundays happen. But like looking back, um, yeah, I'm actually kind of grateful just because, you know, God's been doing some really, really cool things um, in spite of it.
0: And I guess that's kind of what I want to get into. And that's what I'm loving talking to my friends about. I talked to our mutual friend, Tammy, um, a couple of weeks ago, because um, it is, it's such a crazy season, but at the same time, you can see, you can just see God at work. And I don't want that to sound like a spiritual platitude, but like, for example, I can give several different examples. Um, my girlfriend Judy, who has been in my Bible Bible study forever, she just passed away of cancer back April eleventh. Hmm. Her daughter worked in in the school system. Well, schools have been canceled, and what a blessing! And again, you don't want any of this to happen, but right. they could even see. I can see God, you know, just using this for good. What was meant for evil, He's turning for good, yeah. and. The fact that she was able to be here with her mom and literally walk her home in those final, mm. you know, weeks just to be able to do that. I've got another friend who's gone through some some family stuff, and they've just needed to be home. And had it not been for Corona, they would not have been able um, to do that. So that's what I think. That's the thing that I'm enjoying talking to most people about is just, and and like you just said, the fact that your building was. you know, messed up. I don't know that it was destroyed, but it was severely damaged by the, by the uh, tornadoes. I mean, what timing to not have church services while that's being repaired. So what kind of things just specifically do you feel, where you just sense God's presence and what is he teaching you in this season?
1: Oh my gosh. Um, So much. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the seat of you know, church work, you know, so, so church is, is, is my full-time job now. And, you know, I mean, like you car, I mean, I I think you can relate with this, but sometimes, um, you know, you can, it can become like a going through the motions thing, you know, where it's like, man, Sunday's always coming. We're always working towards it, you know, and, um, I I will say I, I was in a spot where I was a little bit starting to get a little burned out. And Corona hits and it's like, everything is reset. Right. And it's like in every, um, there is a dependence on the Lord in this season that I haven't felt from people in a long time. Um, And so for me, this season has really been personally, one of the first sermons that our pastor, Kevin Queen gave when this whole started was don't waste the wilderness. Yes. And it's like, that has been, it's been hitting me daily of like, Lord, in this season, like when will we potentially ever get this again? Right? Like, who knows? Like, Lord Mm -hmm. willing, this will never happen again. And I'm like, and I know that the Lord has something for each of us in this wilderness. Right? So it's like, Lord, I don't want to waste it. Like, I don't want to waste this time where I'm being forced to slow down. Um, pay attention. Be with my family. Um, I, I want. I don't want to come out of this season the same way I came in. You know, like it just. Yeah. It just feels like we would. We would be missing it if if we aren't changed in some way. And
0: I it's so funny. I love hearing you say this because I kid you not, every single person that I talk to, we're all saying the same thing. Like yeah. we don't want to come out of this season changed. I yeah. know for me personally, it's been a season of rest. I feel more rested than I have. In years, yeah, and I think the pace—I that—that's the the two words that I've probably overused—is reset and pace. Reset yeah. and pace. It's yeah. been a reset, and then I want to keep this pace. Like I, I don't want to go back to the rat race and and running right. emotions and missing all of the, um, I don't know, stopping and smelling the roses, yeah, so to speak, and stuff that we would have taken for granted before or that we didn't take the time to do, we're all doing now. I mean, yeah. how many walks have you had with your girls?
1: Yes, every day. <laughs> yeah. And how yeah. many
0: meals have you had around the table?
1: I mean, so ma- Yes, every day. You know, it's, it, it is an unbelievable, it, it's just, it's so funny going back to, um, it's going back to the basics, you know, and, and, the, and for me, that's, that's what the Lord has done for me, even with worship you know, with, with music is that Mm -hmm. it is, I've been able to get back to a place of why I fell in love with music and Jesus to begin with, Mm. you know, like, it's not about, it's not about the craziness of getting everything together for lots of people. It's, it's literally back down to just me and just Jesus, you know? Mm. And we've we've been doing this cool thing um, over on the Crosspoint Music Instagram channel, where every night at 8:30 we do live worship for 30 minutes. And really? Yeah. Okay. And it,
0: Give everybody that handle right yeah, now. Yeah. So
1: it's Crosspoint Music is okay. the is the music is the music channel, and every night at 8:30, um, that's Central Time. Um, yeah, we do 30 minutes of of live worship, and it has been so life giving i mean literally it's like all the lights everything that that makes you look good and sound good are stripped away and it's literally back to just the heart of worship and and honestly like i have i have been so grateful in this season to just fall back in love with jesus and fall back wow. in love with worship and you know yeah mm-hmm. it's 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 been incredible
0: i've never journaled before but I've started well, that's not true. I've journaled some sporadically. I can probably count on one hand how I many times I've journaled in my life. Mm-hmm. And I started a journal this year, obviously not knowing what was coming, but I've journaled so much the last the last couple of months. And I feel like just kind of like we're how we're living right now is how it was when I grew up. Like I yeah. grew up in small town Alabama. I know you grew up in Orlando. Um, but I grew up in small town Alabama where things were closed on Sunday and it was just, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's, it's been a little bit of a glimpse of just how things, it was yesteryear is probably yeah, yeah. the best way to describe it. So as far as social distancing at home, how have y'all handled that? Because I know your parents live close by, your brother yeah. or your sisters. So have y'all even quarantined from them or have you... Have you said okay? Family's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, at the beginning, it, it, we we kind of quarantined from everybody, you know. And yeah, um, Grayly, my oldest, she had her um, fifth birthday.
0: Okay, that that is on my notes to yes. talk about.
1: Yes. Oh my
0: goodness, I think that was my first. That was my first ugly cry in quarantine. I have to tell <laughs> you, watching Molly's Insta story. Yeah. So just set the scene of the whole thing.
1: Yeah. So, you know, Grayley, it's, it's honestly probably the first birthday that she's actually cared about, you know? So it was so hard because she, you know, wanted her cousins and her aunts and uncles and some of her friends. She wanted all of them to be here. And at the time we just couldn't. So, you know, we, we tried to make it as special as we could. And, um, we had this whole like Elsa thing lined up for her that was supposed to be in person and thankfully happened over zoom and she loved it. And then, um, our neighborhood, uh, we just threw out, like, it was just going to be our family. So we thought was going to be like a little birthday parade so that they could drive by and say happy birthday. And, you know, just yell and whatever. And ne- next thing you know, I mean, I swear there were 30, 30 plus cars. Like cars yeah. just kept coming of like our neighbors and our family and people that we don't even know who just kind of yeah. like hopped in and decided to come by. And I mean, it was it was crazy emotional because we did not expect that at all. And Grayly was just loving. I mean, it's probably going to go down as her favorite birthday. Oh, you know, and ever the, and because it was, it was early so special. on
0: Yes. And, it, and her birthday was at the end of March and yeah. it was early on before you started seeing the car parades. Right. So, right. So that's I why mean, like, we didn't even yeah.
1: know, like we, like me and Molly were like, what is happening?
2: Mm-hmm. You know? And and
1: now since then, obviously like it's become kind of a thing, but at that point I was, I was like overwhelmed by just the fact that people would care enough to try to make that day special for, for Grayley was like, so amazing.
0: The look on her face. I mean, it'll make me emotional just thinking I about know, it. I, mean, I know. I mean, she was just beaming. Yeah. And, just, Ooh! and then, I mean, and sweet little Ellie, all of you guys, it was yeah. just, oh, it was just beautiful. And you could just tell she felt so loved. And then yeah. the bounce house in the back, and then Elsa called on Zoom. I mean, you yeah. guys really... I tell you, it was something else. And it, and I do, I think it'll mark her. I don't think it'll be a birthday she'll ever forget.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that, I mean, again, it's like, it, it, it's when you're forced to think differently, you know, it's, it's that's why it's just been, Marla and I were even talking last night, just we've fallen in love with like cooking, you know, yeah. it's like doing, just coming up with trying to do crazy recipes and just things that like, You know, we didn't have time for. It felt Mm -hmm. like a couple months ago, and and now it's, yeah, I've I've told Molly that they are. I I will mourn a little bit coming out of this season. Yeah, you know,
0: we're so tracking. We're so tracking. What what enneagram number are you? You're not a seven.
1: No, I'm a I'm a three with a four wing.
0: Okay, the creative. Okay. Cuz we're tracking on all of this as far as how we're feeling because it, people are starting to emerge
1: mm-hmm. from
0: quarantine. And
2: yeah. if
0: and I have not felt, praise the Lord, I've not felt any anxiety through all of this. I really have had a peace about it, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah. If there's any anxiety that I have felt, it is the anxiety of it going back to how it was. Is that crazy? Yeah, yeah is that no.
1: Crazy? No.
0: I don't want to go back and I feel like there's going to be all these pressures to say, you got to do this, got to do that, want that meeting, right, you know, do right. this, do that. And it's like, no, let me, let me crawl back into the quarantine hole just a little bit.
1: Oh, right. Well, we talked <laughs> a lot, you yeah. know, we talk at work about, you know, A season was before quarantine, right? B season yeah. is what we're in now.
0: Yeah. And
1: the season after this C season, it's, mm-hmm. there is no like going back to normal. You know what I mean? Like there is no going back to a season. It feels Mm -hmm. like this, this next season has got to be, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like, we're going to be changed, you know? And I think we're going to, we're going to miss what this whole thing was about. I mean, on a, on a, on a individual, personal, almost, you know, spiritual level of like what this was for. If we try to just jump back to what we were doing four months ago, you know?
0: Yeah. As a church, are y'all having talks yet as far as um, when you'll come back together?
1: So the rollout for us as far as like meeting back together is, it's pretty like, it's pretty complicated, you know? And and we're just trying to figure out like the best way to, you know, the thing that's crazy, Carmen, is like in this season, you know, when we're meeting physically, our church is maybe it's between eight and 10,000 people. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On Easter Sunday this year, there were 80,000 computers that logged Uh. in to watch. And I'm sitting here going, there are so many people that are, that are being introduced to Jesus in this Mm -hmm. season that maybe never would have walked into a building, but are willing to do it from their homes that I'm like, man, the Lord is just, there is like, it's like, it's like a virtual great awakening that we're is. experiencing. Yep. And and yeah. I'm just, I'm so curious to see what it's going to look like on the other side of this.
0: Don't you love the boldness that people are having right now too? I feel like I've yeah. become bolder. I feel like we were in a, in a time there where we were almost, you know, you don't want to offend anybody and not that we ever, I mean, we've always been very outspoken about our faith. All of us, you know, as far as, our community and believers, we've been right, outspoken. Right. But at the same time, if I'm being completely honest, there was a part of me that was kind of tiptoeing. It's like, don't want to offend. I kind of want to earn the right to be their friend and then tell them about Jesus, but I don't mm-hmm. want to say anything initially. Shoot, not anymore. I'm like, mm hmm, Jesus. It's all about Jesus, y'all. Yeah. He's got this. I love that boldness that has come yeah. back. Have you noticed that? <laughs>
1: A thousand percent, and even the boldness amongst believers, yeah, when it comes to being vulnerable, like what is it that you're actually struggling with? Like, what Mm -hmm. are the things that you need prayer for? It's like there is a it's almost like the boldness that was a negative before, which is you know, people who go on and hate on you know, comments on certain things, and it just felt like negative. It's like Mm -hmm. some of that feels like it's shifted now towards the positive, which is like I'm I'm boldly going to be positive and I'm boldly going to speak about Jesus. And I think in a season where it feels like there is still a a fear of death, if Mm -hmm. we're honest, like that's what a lot of this is gripped around. It's like, why would you not want to tell somebody about the confidence that comes even in death? Through Jesus.
0: That's right.
1: You know what I mean? It's like, it's just an, it's an, it's a, yeah, there's a, there is a confidence that comes, I think, in a season like this that has been really cool.
0: I don't know if it was Haley or Abby. I think it was Haley who basically said, I don't remember when she first said it, but it's something we say around our house all the time now. And it's like, Hashtag won't he do it? Hashtag yeah. won't he do it? And I mean, and there's been so many cool things happen, even with Pete's business, and then Abby lost her job, which I told you about. But we just just seeing the Lord move in ways. I think there's there's he has he, he's moved in some pretty specific and remarkable ways, just in our own home in yeah. the last couple of months. And I have found myself going, Lord, when did I forget how thrilling this ride? can be with you i mean mike i and i won't bore everybody with the details but mike he was so personal with pete that it had all of us on our faces and i mean it was manna from heaven it was one of those things where it you there was no way it wasn't god right and i i just it's Sometimes it's, it's almost beyond words because, yes, I love Jesus. I spend my career talking about him on the radio, but kind of like you were saying, just that renewal of a relationship with him, just when scripture talks about returning to your first love. Yeah. And it's just, it's been so, it's been so thrilling um, just to, to see things that you know it's it's only the lord it has yeah. to be him yeah and so i think going back to the church services and how many people are tuning in online and just the the boldness and the return to simplicity and really taking sabbath seriously by the way have you read the book uh, ruthless elimination of hurry no okay i'm sending you a book when we hang up i'm okay. gonna I'm going to send it to you. You have to read it because we started reading this book in March and it just goes right in line with kind of the, what we're living right now. And it's basically talking about a return to the Sabbath and the Sabbath is a command. It's not a suggestion. Right. And I think what we're saying here in all of this is that we want, we want the way of Jesus. We want the pace of Jesus and we want the Sabbath that Jesus gives us as a gift that we have not taken for for so long. So all that to say he is good and won't he do it and he is doing it.
1: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I love it
0: too. Okay, so let's talk about family for a couple of minutes. Okay. So last July, and that's part of the reason that I texted you and said, hey, be on the podcast because last July... You and Molly came over to the cabin, our friend Tammy, who has an Airbnb. That is that cabin not, is it bougie or what?
1: <laughs> yes. And for anyone who knows Tammy, it is perfectly yes. Tammy.
0: Yeah. Well, everyone knows Tammy and Molly because your wife Molly, how long have you and Molly been married now? I know your your anniversary is in February.
1: Seven years. No
0: way. Seven? Yeah. Mike, I knew you when you were a bachelor. Before, I know. Isn't for that a crazy? while. Probably as long. You were probably single as long as you've been married. We've known each other for a long time. But oh, yeah. folks, our listeners know Molly and Tammy because Molly Sunday Bakes, which Molly was here last fall um, when we filmed at my house. And then Tammy, we've dubbed her our lifestyle contributor. So, I so love folks, that. folks know Tammy and Molly. But last year we went to Tammy's cabin. And I've really had a hard time. I tried to articulate it in my podcast with Tammy and I've not just been, I've just haven't been able to do it. But was that not, was there something just special about that time that we had at the cabin? Do you feel like some things, were some things marked in you when you were there that -hmm. you've taken even into this, this time?
1: Yeah. Have you thought I mean, back
0: on that? I mean, number one, you and Molly were deciding whether you're going to have baby number three. So clearly, you acted yep, on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but just yeah, let's let's talk about last July because that was. I don't even know whose whose idea was it for us to sit and write out like our year goals.
1: I don't remember.
0: I don't remember either. But it was different. It's not like we don't write out people write out goals all the time. But I don't know if it was Tammy. Maybe it was Tammy. Who had yeah, us just sit yeah. and, and write things out as though they were, or to write them as if they had happened.
1: Yeah. I mean it it there was something about that time that felt it felt holy. Yes. And, yes. and it just it just felt like that was our, you know, we we just this past Sunday talked about the twelve stones. Mm -hmm. And just, it's just like a, a, a a monument of like remembering God's faithfulness, you know? And it's like that, it was almost like that was our, that was like our little, our little pile of stones that we like set up as like a, a returning, like a going back to, man, God, this is, this is what you said in this moment. And, and like you said, it's like to to watch God, like, A, fulfill some of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also that I, th- there was just, there was so much intentionality. It felt like in that moment that, yeah, yeah it's crazy.
0: Because we all felt it, but it's been really hard to describe it. But the day was so perfect because I'd been there for a couple of days. And then we all met and went to uh, the ropes course or yeah. the zipline. We went ziplining, which was so yeah. fun. So fun. We went ziplining with, then we went back to Tammy's cabin and she was cooking for us. And it is, if we went around the, if we'd gone around the Island there and then we, you know, sat outside, but you know, here I had gone through a big transition at work. Tammy mm-hmm. had lost her job. You and Molly, you were a little burned out. You're already talking about it a little bit. Yeah. And, um and then, Molly, y'all were deciding if you wanted to have another baby or not, and we were just, yeah, we were all at different places, just kind of, I don't know, just talking through where God had us. Yeah. And then look at us a year, a year later, you got a baby on the way. I started yeah. a podcast. I mean, um, Tammy and had. I go ahead. What were you going to say? No,
1: I was going to say it's it's so much more than life goals, though. It's mm-hmm. like
0: yes, yeah. It's, it's like yeah. it's
1: it's deliberately inviting the Lord into like big decisions, you know, and like trusting him to lead. And yeah, so, so it's, it it was like, it wasn't just like a pep talk, you know, for Mm -hmm. the year. It was like, Lord, we want, we want what you want and guide our steps. And it's been so cool to see how, how he has, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes, I love it. It'll just always be a special moment. And we said we were going to do same time next year. What time? When is the when's baby number three? It's due do do. We say it's like, Because you have like, not said boy or girl. We, well, July. we don't know. I know that's what I'm saying. You're I have to say it's now. instead of his him or her. It's July
1: July seventeenth. I think.
0: So right right
1: I, I know, isn't that crazy?
0: <laughs> oh my goodness. If it's yeah. a girl, you have to have to name her Carmen or Tammy because you know we okay. were there. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. Talk <laughs> about talk about what it's like to be the dad of two daughters.
1: Oh my gosh. I I actually love it. Like the thought of having a boy for a third kind of freaks me out at this point. Mm. Which is funny because I was so convinced Grayly, our first was a boy that it took me a minute you know, to, to hop on the The fact that she, she was going to be a girl, but now I tell you what, I mean, there's just, there's just something just so sweet about knowing that for now, you know, like I, I am the man in, in these two little girls life. And Mm -hmm. I get to kind of, you know, God, I pray about it all the time is like, Lord, don't let me mess this up, you know, mm-hmm. because I do, I, I, I desperately want and I pray over them every night, Lord, that they would grow up to know you and love you. And I, I want to be an example of that and an example of how a man should treat them. And, you know, so I take them on little dates and open the door and, you know, just just I, I, I feel the weight of raising girls, Mm. um, in a, in a good way, you know, it's, it's, it's just, I I love it. I love it.
0: Mm. So how's Molly doing? How's she feeling?
1: She is, she's at that point where she's not sleeping great and (laughs) she's feeling very pregnant, but honestly, I mean, she, Molly is, is interesting because she is really looking forward to labor. Hmm. like it, it it's just like that, I mean that's it's part of why, like she the whole process she's just like, and you know, I think an epidural has something to do with that but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she's I mean, she is so excited, and this and this baby is just like moving in a groove in. every night is just like having a dance party in her belly, and the girls are so sweet, and they you know, they're always. Talking, I mean, it's hard because we have to say it, but talking yeah. to, you know, and Grayley will say, mom, I mm. think it is going to be a boy or a girl. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, <laughs> we agree. <laughs> we, we hope so. so. So
0: do you have a gut feeling or are you saying what, what you think it is? I mean,
1: honestly, it changes. For, really? for the longest time, I was, I'm like, it's a girl. Of course, it's going to be another girl. Yeah. Um, recently, I've been thinking, oh my gosh, it might be a boy, um, just because the pregnancy does seem a little bit different than the last yeah. two.
0: Okay. But
1: I mean, who knows?
0: Yeah. Have y'all done any of the tests? I never did those. Like, there's like a penny test, or I don't know yes. what you call. Have y'all done those?
1: <laughs> we've we've done all the uh, whatever all those little voodoo tests. Oh, are. yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> that, that aren't real, but. They, I
0: mean, they say girl, so we'll see. Oh, they do? Oh my goodness. Oh goodness. So Mike, I'm thinking about all the times that we went on mission trips together. Like that was such a, that was such a sweet season too. We had just met. I haven't told this story in a long time, but we met in Nashville. I don't even remember what year it was, probably 2007, 2008. And Mm -hmm. we met at um, Arrington for a birthday party. And you dump the cupcakes. Like we picked up
1: these. the <laughs> <So> like $500 cupcakes. <laughs> <we'd, laughs>
0: they weren't quite that much. But they were pretty expensive. We picked up these cupcakes and they were, they were like a hundred bucks by the time we bought these cupcakes. Cause they were pretty, you know, highfalutin. And, um, yeah, you were talking and you literally knocked the box over. Oh, and flipped. no, if
1: you remember correctly, I was oh, trying head. to help set up and I okay. moved the cupcakes onto the ledge. Ledge, yeah. And then this, then this freak tornado <laughs> that like yes. blew through and yes. dumped them all over the floor. after I had gotten a a pep talk from my manager at the time, he was like, listen, Carmen is a big deal. Don't mess this up. You need to make a great impression.
0: That was so funny. The worst. And then all of our mission trips, those were such great times. Yeah. Such great times. I mean,
1: think about how much life we've lived together. It's crazy. I know.
0: I know. I know. And you used, your parents used to live close to me about an hour away and I could pop over and see y'all. I miss your mom and dad, by the way.
1: Oh, they, they miss you. I'll have to mm. I'll tell them that.
0: So what does a normal day look like to you right now? So you're at your house. I'm i am talking to you at your house. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting in our, I mean, every day I, it's, it feels like Zoom call after, after Zoom call.
0: Are you zoomed out or what? Cause
1: I am. I am out. zoomed out. Yeah, I'm like, too. I'm, I'm at the point where I'm. I told Molly, I, I like you, I have not had any anxiety in this season. Like I've actually, it's, it's scared me how much I've actually enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Um, (laughs) Me too. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm like,
1: Hey, I'm, I'm good with this. Like this, this works for me, but I am at the point now where it's like, okay, can I have this, but also people, because I am, I'm ready for, for, for people to kind of, and you know, it's like. I work at a church, like we're in the people business and it's, it's, it's been fun doing kind of the virtual thing for the season, but it's like, I'm ready to, to get back into like corporate worship, you know?
0: Yeah. So how are you guys doing worship?
1: So, um, kind of different. I mean, everything from the very beginning, literally doing like zoom, where we would we would just do a live Zoom thing. To um, we have been able to get together with like a small number of people um, and do some cool things like outside. To we do what what we call the Brady Bunch videos, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm, yep. where
1: you know everyone's in their own home and in their own squares, and we we get to kind of do worship that way. I mean, I will say that for for me, like one of the things that I've I've just really felt is. Um, how do we just keep it honest? You know, like we're not, we're not trying to, um, blow people away or do this big extravagant, um, you know, thing that maybe we would have done months ago in a building. It's like, now we're all in our homes and we're all in our pajamas on Sunday. And, you know, it's like, how do we just meet people where they're at and, um, kind of not pretend like we're not in the same boat everyone else is in, you know? Yeah. And and that's been really freeing.
0: Yeah, I do. I love that because there is there's so much pressure on creating, quote unquote, a moment on Sunday morning. And it can come from a pure place. But, yeah, everything's been stripped down. And back to the basics, you said it earlier. That's good. All right. A few more questions, Mike, and then I'll, I'll let you go. So Molly's Sunday Bakes, what's what's been one of your favorites?
1: Oh my gosh.
0: And then how so, in the world, so listen to me, back up for okay, one second. Okay. So last July, you and Molly, because we were all talking, you know, obviously we all get together and we talk about weight and I can remember that one of the things that you said to me, you're like, take a good look. Cause it's going to be 20 pounds less next time you <laughs> see me. And then you did, You how much weight did you end up losing?
1: I lost last year? almost, I lost 30, almost 40 pounds.
0: Really? That much?
1: Yeah. I've I've gained some of it back. Because
0: when I saw you in December, I think you lost, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds. So you lost more after that. Yeah. Hold on, I'm about to sneeze. So how do you not gain with Molly doing Sunday Bakes?
1: Well, this is so a lot of people are going to be upset by this. I don't love sweets. Like if you put if you put a cookie or pizza in front of me, I'm gonna go with pizza every every time.
0: Sunset Nachos, Sunset Nachos, (laughs) and they went out of business.
1: They did, and they didn't tell us the recipe. I tried.
0: Have you nailed it?
1: No, I'm not. It's just not the same. But that's a case in point. I'll take nachos or chips and salsa. Yeah, but I mean, I, I can appreciate sweets. I just don't crave them the way most, I feel like most people do. So there are times where Molly will do a Sunday bakes and I'm, I just, sometimes I just don't even eat it. Really? Yeah. Wow. You know, we just pass it out to neighbors and all of, all the neighbors get fat and healthy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Next question. So what brings you the most joy these days? And I think I probably know the answer, but, um, what's, what's, what makes you smile?
1: Oh my gosh. I mean, obviously my, my girls, um, definitely my girls and what makes me smile. That's a really good, I, I'm now I'm curious what you were going to say.
0: I, I think, well, last July definitely made me smile. I think it's, I would say I love my alone time with the Lord. So sitting on the back porch journaling, mm-hmm. Reading my Bible and that sounds so—that sounds so um, high church, and it's so not. It really right, is. Right. I think I've just learned just to be with Jesus yeah. as my Savior, as my friend. I just yeah. that brings me so much joy. Yeah. Um, being with friends and being real and authentic and honest. Yeah. I heard I heard someone say the other day, "Let's let's tell the hot truth." I think I'm going to start using this—the hot truth, humble open and oh what was the T word humble open and transparent yeah so I think being with friends and sharing the hot truth <laughs> um, <laughs> that that makes me smile and then just Pete and the girls I mean we've spent so much time together and we're always a family that spends a lot of time together. But yeah. it's been even more so and sitting on our back porch and just t- even like last night Pete grilled some salmon. I made some sweet potatoes in the casserole or in the oh, crock pot. The best. And we just sat out back and just talked. So just all of that, just to return yeah. to simplicity, just really sitting been, on our front
1: porch yeah. makes me makes me smile. Just just yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the it's the pace. It's being able to sit back and actually have space to be content and thankful. Mm-hmm. And mm. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. and again, you know, you and I, like, we're blessed to be in parts of the country that, you know, we're not hearing about necessarily our friends dying on a daily right. basis from Corona right. or anything like that, you know? Yeah. So it's like, it, it, it is, it is that, that reset that it just I'm I'm thankful to have been given the chance to slow down long enough. Yeah. To be grateful, to sit mm-hmm. there and say, man, I, I get to do something that I love when yeah. it comes down to it. Like I love worship and I love leading people into the presence of Jesus. Like I love getting to do that. And in this season to be able to do that in so many different ways and different outlets and, um, you know, it's just been it's been really it's it's been a vision season for me of just like, it. yeah, you know, I'm 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 a lot more confident in wh- what I'm doing and where I'm going.
0: Love it. I love that. I love hearing that. OK, last question. Is there yeah. any kind of funny or cute story that the girls have said or done lately that you want to share with us?
1: Oh, my gosh. I feel like that's all. This. So Grayley is obsessed with this, this. It's a TV, it's a made-for-TV movie series called The Descendants. Uh-huh. It's a Disney thing. So basically, okay. it's like all of, the, all of the villains and all of the heroes in Disney movies had kids, and it's like following the story of these kids, right? Okay. Right. Well, I mean, when I say obsessed, I mean, Grayley, she is definitely my child. Because when I want something, like I I figure out a way to get it. And th- that yeah. is Grayley to the core. And so she decided that she's – so Ursula, okay, like the octopus from Little Mermaid, in this movie has a daughter called Uma. And Grayley is just like – Uma like she wants to dress like her, she wants to talk like her, she wants to I mean it is just and literally I'm walking I'm walking through the grocery store with my child like I swear I would never be that person who Mm -hmm. like walks around with their kid looking crazy in public and I am I am a thousand percent that person. (laughs) It's just it's just not worth the fight. And so (laughs) we walk around the grocery store with my girl looking like a pirate, basically, (laughs) like some some weird weird pirate but okay on the opposite extreme we're also in the season where yeah our girls repeat the things that you also don't want them to repeat sure yeah um so we're we're there's been quite a few instances where we're like hold up what did you just (laughs) say (laughs) so we're having to watch we're definitely having to watch our Yeah. what we say
0: these days. It's hilarious when we become oh. parents cuz I look at my girls and especially Abby man she she is she is cut from the same H- Haley is too and the and she's in the more um Abby's just Abby is just crazy like me and Haley's Yeah, Haley like seems now.
1: more more grounded.
0: Yes, that's a good way Yes. To
1: say it. Like she's, she's the responsible one out of the the crew. And
0: Abby's the entertaining one. We'll just put it that way. She's Entertainment.
1: Which you know, what's so funny. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Last thing I'll say because you know, we've known each other for a long time. So I've known your girls since they were like really little, you know, and to get to be old enough now to kind of hang out with them as a little more peers has like when, when you brought Abby up to Nashville, um, I don't, gosh, I don't know when that it was. was in
0: December. Yeah, December. she was interviewing. Yeah.
1: That was so fun. It was so fun to, I mean, you have, I mean, you and Pete have just done such a great job raising incredible women. And Thank I definitely you. look up to you for that.
0: You're sweet. I will say when we were there in December um, and we left Abby again, because she was little, but she did say, she's like, Mom, I didn't realize how funny Mike was. I'm like, Mike is hilarious. But she just didn't know you because she was always a kid. Right, you know? So that was right. really, really fun for her. Oh, uh, I'm telling you, y'all two are cut from the same cloth. Y'all would have a field day with one another. Yes. Just as far I, as being. I still want her to
1: move up here.
0: I know I'm I'm kind of glad that job oh. didn't work out I got it <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you for talking to me Michael Allen Grayson go oh. hug Molly and the babies Hello. and hopefully we'll get to see each other soon
2: we'll
1: say hey to everybody there for me I love y'all and yeah I love um, this this is awesome
0: I love that guy and he has felt like family for a really really long time you can follow Mike on Instagram at Mike Grayson. You can also follow Molly if you want to follow along with Sunday Bakes at Molly Reed Grayson. We'll put both of those in the show notes. And one really cool thing, the song that you're listening to right now, is called Better Together, and it was written by Sam Tanez, and Sam and Mike are best friends. They actually were in the band Mike's Chair Together, and Sam wrote this song with Unsecret. It was a producer project. I'm really digging it. You can find Sam at all the places that you subscribe to music, whether it be Spotify, Spotify, Apple Music. Just look up Sam Tanez. I hope to see you back here next week for another episode of Off
1: Air with Carmen.